Welcome to Issue 494, the Major Spoilers Podcast, also known as Dueling Review Issue Number, I think, 4 or 5 or 6 or something like 12. that. 12. Is it 12? Is it 12, really? Is it really 12? I am Jack's podcast. <laughs> I am Jack's raging libido. <laughs> <laughs> what is Dueling Reviews, you ask? One comic, two commentators, endless possibilities. <laughs> Actually, I'm a commentator. Steven is the king. <laughs> I'm the king-tater? You're the king of French fries. <laughs> yes, I'm the king-tater. King um, all right, so this week, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, people who are not ladies or gentlemen. Attention, ladies and gentlemen, and children all around the world. Kind of appropriate, you might, uh, that you're using that voice, because we're going back, 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 back. To the back. world of 1936, where one man answers the call. Colt City cries out for justice. Who will answer? The Black Beetle in No Way Out. No Way Out, number one from Dark Horse Comics, written and drawn by Francesco Francovia who we featured over at Majorspoilers.com many, many, many times. We met him at conventions. Really all around great, great guy. And now we're taking a look at one of his books. Uh, finally moving uh, this uh, Black Beetle originally started out as his on his Pulp Sunday uh, website, and then it got some uh, some pages in the Dark Horse anthology, and now it gets its own standalone issue. And uh, first of all, let's just start off with art. Art. Holy moly, is this book beautiful. All of his art is wonderful. I think it's just oh, yeah. fantastic. You know, he really, in my mind, if you're going to capture kind of a art deco uh, feel of the 1930s and mix it in with a, the noir darkness, uh, his style really captures that all the way around. He ends up using a very limited color palette. Mostly it's mm -hmm. black, red, maybe some blues for accent. Kind but, of a purpley blue. Actually. Yeah, purpley blue, Almost like a twilight, twilight blue. got a red edge to the blue. So. Yeah. And I like the limited color palette, to be honest with you. I think it works really well with the art style because you could make a case here that you're looking at an almost a primitivism, but it's not it's not that loose. I mean, the, the vehicles are actually period vehicles. Mm -hmm. We were we were discussing the shot. You, you, we see the bad guys. Uh, the one mobster looks like old Marlon Brando yes. as uh, the Godfather. The other one looks like young Marlon Brando as Sky Masterson. Yeah, it does. Just, and I don't I don't know if that's I don't know if that's intentional. Uh the technology is really cool. I mean, we see the planes and the cars as Matthew mentioned uh, from the time period. We also see we also There's see some Thompson cool technology. Got on page 4 that's just oh my word. And a DC3. You yeah, see yeah. DC3. Yeah, I love that. It looks great. And and then we get the uh, the gyro pack or the uh, aero gyro pack. Instead of a jet pack, he's flying with what looks like a traditional, you know, the jetpack that we see from the 60s that uh, NASA came right. up with. But on top is a, is a helicopter pro propeller. Yeah, so I'm going to call it the gyro, auto gyro pack. The kind of thing you'd expect to see, you know, the Phantom or the Green Hornet. Yeah, and, on. you know, that's kind of where I think that this, this book really shines, is that this is not trying to say, hey, this is new. This is right. a book and this is a character steeped in the pulp stories from the 1930s and 40s. So, yes, the spider, the Avenger, the uh, the shadow, you know, Green Batman, Hornets, Zorro, the Green Hornet, Zorro, guys, all of those guys. In masks from Dynamite Entertainment. Well, and, you know, that's the weird thing, because uh, Francesco does so many um, uh, covers for Dynamite. I am really, really, really surprised 
that he didn't uh, get it picked up over there and that uh, Dark Horse uh, got this. I mean, kudos for Dark Horse. Maybe the, maybe the deal is better at Dark Horse. It, it maybe, might be. You know. The thing about Dynamite, you notice, is Dynamite deals in a lot of licensed properties. Right, and this is a creator-owned property. and IDW, and this is a, a creator-owned new thing. And I'm wondering if it's just not part of their paradigm, even though it fits their genre. Oh, yeah, especially with what's going on now with masks. They announced uh, Miss Fury as a series now. Matthew, I don't know if you saw that up on the site today. I did see that. We were talking about masks a couple of weeks ago. Made her a healthy young girl. (laughs) Um, She she got a balcony you can do Shakespeare off over there. But uh, when we talk Black Beetle, I mean, if if this is pulp, I mean, this is and all the tropes that go with pulp. And I've heard some people who were reviewing issue number zero uh, saying, oh, this just was so predictable and this was so blah, blah, blah and whatever. And I'm like, well, yeah, but you have to understand this is a pulpy tale. The only thing that's missing, if they really wanted to take it to the if he if uh, Francesco really wanted to take it to the next level is to at some point add in a, um, you know, like a monster kind of theme. And then that would put it over into the uh, uh, Rocketeer and um, Lobster Johnson territory. But this is just crime drama. And it works so well. Yeah. The story. And uh, I prefer it. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't necessarily want to see that monster crossover because weirdly, even though that's a kind of a mutated two genres in one, mm-hmm. it's, you know, the little certs mint. It's one that I've seen a lot of that Hellboy trope. That, yeah, yeah. You know, to some degree, you see it in half a dozen different books. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of like the idea of this being a non-supernatural crime drama. Yeah. And and that's really where it starts out. I mean, here is uh, the Black Beetle, who is uh, stalking his prey, the two mob bosses. Um, uh, the first one is uh, Galazzo. The other Galaz- one... Pasquale Galazzo. And the other one is... Uh, uh, you got to say it like you're the a Angelo. judge in Las Vegas, you know, the Judge of Dread there. Joe Fierro, a.k.a. D'Angelo. Faccio uh, D'Angelo. The two mob bosses. Focaccia D'Angelo. <laughs> he's, a, he's a fancy bread. Um... Both yeah. of them had to have decided to meet at Spencer's, an Irish pub, uh, neutral territory to discuss some arrangement. And the Black Beetle is there. He's going to try to take them down, bring them to justice. But as he is swinging across the alley, the building blows up and he yeah. falls 18 stories down. Luckily, it's uh, not uh, trash pickup day. No, but the, tr- the, the shot of when the beetle prepares mm-hmm. that beautiful shot, you see this three panels arcing across the top and then yeah. you see the hero shot. Mm-hmm. Oh my word. That's beautiful. Well, here's, are, are you talking yes, about the big fortunate. kaboom part? Or are you talking about when he's falling down the page seven, the hero shot where you see the beetle standing there with what appears to be a double barreled shotgun. in Oh each yeah. Hands yeah. And his out his outfit strapped for bear. That's amazing. Yeah. That's a really good that's shot. Just a gorgeous I, panel. I, I thought you were talking about a few months because what's really cool about that panel is if you look at the layout in the center is a classic hero pose, um, right. you know, holding the, the double barreled guns. But then all the way around it, kind of in a ring, um, you've got him loading the guns, putting the darts in, firing the darts and then the, the darts flying and knocking out uh, all the mob guys. It's it, You're right. It is a brilliant page. I thought you were talking about. The page after the building explodes, and you've got the four panels. This is on page 12. You've got the four panels where the Black Beetle is falling, and if you look, the background, the building, is a static shot, right? But he's divided it up with those vertical panels, and in the foreground, that's where you see the Beetle falling in each one. 
and it's again and really, really well done. Thinner with each fall yes. as he as he gets further away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is gorgeous. He, he I, that I, is just, very cinematic. Yeah, and then of course he wakes up. Uh, luckily, he's not dead. He fell in a pile of garbage. Has a couple of cracked ribs, and there's a young boy who's there to help him. Gee, Mister, are you from Mars? <laughs> no, no, I'm just an average kid. Help me up there, just kiddo. Average Joe. Yeah. You know who I think this boy is going to be? What, what's his uh, sidekick name going to be? Pupa the Boy Wonder. Oh, I thought it was going to be Larval. Larval Come along. interesting, too. Come along, Larvel. <laughs> Larvel of Krypton. <laughs> no. DC will sue. No, Larvel. <laughs> oh. oh, like the, like the ice cream cakes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cookie O Puss and Fudgy the Chocolate Whale. Larvel cakes for your birthday. No. So uh, the Black Beetle is healing up. He discovers that uh, all the family members in both of those crime families have been murdered, all essentially at the same time, except for one. Uh, uh, Constantino and, Constantino. and, um, and Constantino so Galazzo. he has gone into hiding black well, beetles played by Leslie Nielsen in, uh, the naked. Well, Gun. you know, when, when we talk about Godfather, he kind of looks like the, um, oh, not the oldest, uh, one, not that got killed at the, um, toll booth, the, the, the middle child, the one that went out to Vegas and then that Fredo, uh, Fredo. it kind of looks like Fredo. Just, like uh, James Caan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not James Caan. Not James Caan. I'm the middle brother, Fredo. The one that uh, Pacino kills at the end of, uh, or, yeah, it is Pacino. Kills at the end of uh, the, what, second or third movie? Must be the second oh, movie. Oh, man, I, I don't know my Godfather chapter and verse. I've seen them in bits and pieces. And sometimes I think I'm talking about the Godfather and I'm talking about the Godfather too. so. Well, no, I mean, they're both a continuing story. It's the one that takes place where he's going, where he's moved to Vegas Right. And uh, Fredo has betrayed him, and then uh, he is takes Fredo out Robert, on. Du- Robert Duvall is suddenly dead. Because that's three. maybe I don't remember. The number three so, is the one out there is just screaming right now. <laughs> I know it's been a while. I sat up. I sat up one night. I was doing some uh, time lapse photography, so I was out in the middle of the dark in my car at zero degrees temperature with my camera outside, just clicking away at the stars. And so I'm sitting there in my iPad and I'm, I watch like two of the three Godfather movies back to back just because I was waiting right. and killing time. So anyway, Constantino or Constantino has uh, gone into, uh, has gone into hiding and he essentially has turned himself into an Alcatraz like prison off the oh. uh, coast of, uh, of, uh, what is this city called? Uh, Clay Cold city, city, Colt city. There is no escape from Cold City's rock. And uh, we see the Black Beetle flying out there in his uh, gyro pack. Which is beautiful. It is. It's a great that shot. That two-page spread, that whole shot is just... Oh, can I say how wonderful Here, the art is? Again? Yeah, and you know, really, the this time we were talking about um, the watermark getting in the way. This time the watermark does not interfere at all with this. No, and I'm not sure if that's a difference in the watermark or if it's... I think it's a color. color palette that he's using. Yeah. Because the watermark just, I mean, it's barely even noticeable. And again, we're reading again, it. At, it won't be the, the promo copy we're seeing. Right. Yeah, we're reading a digital have, promo copy. Now, here's a good, this is a good example of why you would not, maybe not want to get this in digital. Um, there are a lot of double page spreads that you really need to read side by yeah. side. And when you read this on the iPad, you have to turn the iPad sideways, which shrinks down your image area. Um, and so, yeah, if you want to get the double page... Um, oh, my iPad doesn't do that. 
Yeah, you just turn it sideways, and then it gives you the double pages side I by side. I always read sideways, and then I can do the thing where I... I oh, I, I always read I always read my iPad vertically so that I get the full oh, page, because it's only off by a little bit. By the way, my name's Matthew. My kid has an iPad. <laughs> <laughs> so Beetle is uh, trying to interrogate the guy outside the cell and says, Hey, man, why'd you turn yourself in? He goes, Oh, you're going to kill me. And he's like, No, I'm here to find out who killed him. He's The guy is terrified. And, of course, this mysterious guard walks up, sticks a shotgun in the bars, and just blows Constantino blows away. Blows Constantino away. It's and just the, right in front of the beetle. And the thing that's really fascinating about this is what that, I mean, what that sets up for me is Colt City mm-hmm. has at least some level of corruption to where the police may be in on it. Well, but see, the, the policeman's running away. The guy's running, the guy that pulled the trigger is running away. Black Beetle is following him. He's tearing off his costume as he runs to the coast, and we see it's a man in costume. A man oh. whose costume looks like a maze. A maze that may be very hard to get out of. Maybe even no way out of. No way. A labyrinth, if you will. Yes, exactly. And then oh, so as the, uh, as the mystery villain... Uh, drives off in the speedboat. And again, classic 1940s, uh, 1940s wooden Indiana Jones getting chopped. Yeah, up yeah. In the, uh, that, that's a classic. That's a classic speedboat style. It looks really great. But as he's speeding off, Beetle is stuck on the edge with the guards saying, don't move, put him down. Yeah. To be continued. One of four is yeah, what this series is. This is a, I mean, Dark Horse just sold me four. <laughs> well, they may have sold you more. Go back and get number zero. Go back and get some of the other, um, I think Zero collects most, if not all, of the Dark Horse Anthology, or Dark Horse Presents DHP run. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't want to buy DHP because it was an $8 monthly book, even yeah. as an anthology. Yeah. I just, I, I couldn't justify $8 for a title. I know it's weird because it's like triple-sized and everything, and I don't know, just it's something about that $8, that seven ninety nine price point, just, I don't know, kind of fills me with fear and loathing and the voice of my Scots Irish grandmother starts telling me you're wasting your money on this <laughs> what's wrong with you i you know i'm going to have to agree from top to bottom i just get tickled over this over this stuff and uh, may have shown my hand earlier on twitter when i just said this was fantastic um but it really is and nobody reads your twitter nobody nobody no, they only read it for those points where you and i fight and then they can all go ha ha we pick sides <laughs> People pick sides? I always thought they were on my side. Yeah, people are all sending me things going like, Yeah, you tell that bald fucker. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Adult tag. Who would who would say that about you, Matthew? I don't know. I still have... Well, you have hair now, too. Yeah, see? So what do people know? Yeah, see? We're all going to talk. <laughs> um, any problems? Okay, did you, over. Did you have any problems with this book? The only problem that I had with the book, and it was a minor one at the very beginning, mm-hmm. was as we're getting into this, I, I have to admit my brain kind of went, okay, I know how these noir titles go. And I, it's something where I'm like, okay, I know what's going to happen here, and I think I know what's going to happen when he, you know, when he was hanging out on the side of the building. Right. And then it, it engrossed me. You know, The art was so good, and the story was just really effortless. To the point where I forgot about it. I think it was, well, looking at that page one splash where he's sitting in the darkness, mm-hmm. my brain just kind of went, oh, is this going to be like Hellboy? Yeah, because you had not, you've never read any Black Beetle before this? 
No, I've I've been familiar with it. I've seen the previews mm-hmm. that we put up on major spoilers, but yeah. I've never actually sat down and read an issue. And I think I read one or two chapters in the DHP as it was going to the back the back issue bins. But you hadn't really seen anything, and you know, because if someone does pick this up for the first time, and you know, a lot of sites are just raving about this book. A lot of reviewers are just raving about this book and they should be. I mean, I've been following Francesco for, I don't know, probably since 2007, second year of major spoilers. It's been a long time. Um, and, uh, you know, when the, uh, the crack of doom. Yeah. And if you look at his, uh, you know, you look at that first page for people unfamiliar and you see this masked guy all in black holding a piece of technology and you're like, Oh crap, this is going to be Batman. But the style right. looks a little bit Mignola-like. So this is going to be Hellboy meets Batman. I'm out. Hell, Batboy. Yeah. But, but that's not what this is. And that's that's the thing that I think people are... I think once you get to the page where the building blows up, mm-hmm. I think people instantly will go, oh, this is not anything... I, I don't know. Yeah. I, you know what? I, I've literally heard people say, I've seen this before. I've seen this before. I've seen this before. This is a pulp book. Everything you read in the pulps is the same, 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 same. Go and read... Five, you know, of the early Doc Savage, and you'll see it's the same cookie cutter. That's why I eventually yeah. ended up walking away from from Doc Savage was because I don't know. By the time I got up to like the thirtieth story, I was like, "Well, this is so predictable. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. This is going to happen." And it's like, okay, I'm out. I don't need to read anymore. I know what's going to happen. But it was still yeah. fun for thirty plus issues. And even years later, when I was in college, and Big Al and I were working at the radio station, and I'd come in in the shift, he'd leave me his copies of of uh, Doc Savage that he had. And we just trade them yeah. back and forth. And it was, you know, it was uh, it was nice to go back and enjoy that stuff. And that's what I like about this. I really like yeah. the shadow. I like, I kind of like the spider uh, over at uh, at Dark Horse. You like Green Hornet uh, is pretty good. Um, I like some green. And this just kind of fills that, is, that area. Yeah, the execution of it isn't something that you've seen before. Uh, there's that, a, a beautiful panel uh, a series of panels on page six where this whole the breakup of the panels is a beetle's eye view. He right. has his uh, his red beetle goggles. Right. And so the panel is him looking at the thing. At and the then building. the beetle mm-hmm. goggles actually form the panel borders. Yeah. And the whole thing is tinted red like we're literally seeing through the hero's eyes. Mm-hmm. And it's it's amazing. Yeah. This reminds me of uh, Alex Toth. Yeah. I don't know if you're familiar with No, Toth. I am because Toth I've read his – uh, Yeah, he did the Shadow uh, – the uh, Hermes Press is just about to release the complete uh, Zorro returns of his. Yes. Toro – oh, my gosh. Toth on Zorro. Put that thing on the major spoilers. I don't know podcast. if we'll get a – I don't know if we'll get a uh, copy of it. I can ask. Call them. Although I'm sure they they have a Batman wants to read some Zorro. Well, I think we also need to review some uh, uh, Pogo and some um, and some little Abner, too. So, oh, heck, yeah, I would love to do some Pogo. That would be great. We get that uh, little Abner bit with the first Sadie Hawkins. day. Yeah, that's I that's the first one that I ever read of uh, little Abner was the Sadie Hawkins day stuff is really good. Yeah. Um, So now back to the show. We're actually doing (laughs) (laughs) I I just can't. I, I, you're, you're going to be hard pressed for me to find any fault with this book. Uh, and I guess that may be because as you said, you like Alex Toth, you know, his work, you know, his style. I'm familiar with Francesco's work. I'm familiar with his style. Again, I've been following it for years. So there's nothing, I mean, the color palette and style is nothing really super new to me. 
What is new for yeah. people who haven't re been reading this are the fantastic page layouts. Um, yes. So I, you're right, Matthew. I'm I'm sold. I'm I'm always sold on anything that he does. Yeah. This is. In this fact, is I think I have a really cool Black Beetle print. Remember when we went to Planet Comic Con and I was hanging out talking with Gail Simone and you were I off do doing something that. else and, and I didn't get to see and Gail I was Simone. and I was sitting chatting with Francesco. Uh, I, was, I think I was I've got a print of his. Child from <laughs> I'll never let you live that down. Yeah, I know you suck. <laughs> um, but I think I've got a print, a Black uh -huh, Beetle print that he did. Your child has diabetes, <laughs> and I got to see Gail Simone. <laughs> That's <Yes>. not at all. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny because it's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly why it's funny. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I mean, um, I, people go out and buy this book. Yeah, you, this the, you know the selling point for me on any pulp story, and this is the reason why I will tell you. I remember you remember when uh, they had the Spirit and Doc Savage and the, yes, the other first thing, wave thing. over at DC Comics. I dropped the spirit because they had an artist for three pages who couldn't draw a fedora hat. Mm -hmm. Frank Avia draws incredible, awesome fedora hats. Yeah. That's why right now you should go buy this comic to see the awesome fedora hats as well as the cool, you know, the guns, you know, what's the vehicles, in... the hero, the layouts, everything. So, you make. know, he understands the architecture. He understands the, um, the period uh, costumes, the autos the and all that stuff. And the vehicles are beautiful. The black beetle does have some technology, but notice that the technology is downplayed against everything else, right? The little hearing device is there. You see it, but he doesn't say my beetle hears are picking up this conversation. And then later my when he's antennae. my antennae, uh, and then later when he's in his, uh, when he's recovering, when he's all bandaged up, there's the implication that there is a computer or maybe not a computer, but at least a, um, a microfiche or, um, um, what's the, not microfiche, but what's the other one? Microfilm device Micro that's there that he's looking up all this information on because he still ends up going to a desk and pulling out paperwork for everything. Microfish, you mean like the Kandiru? <laughs> yes. Like That's the sea monkeys fish. that uh, never would jump through my hoops when I commanded them. The microfish. <laughs> Yours didn't grow up to be... Uh, <laughs> to be, to be cocktail tail. shrimp? No. <laughs> really? Didn't, mine didn't grow up like to be a, king prawns? No. They had little things on their heads. They looked just like the thing. Now, you probably didn't let them grow long enough. They died. It took 17 years. I remember, I remember my physics uh, professor ordered a bunch of those. And, yeah. uh, in class, he would, he just let him grow one day and it was like, all right. And then, uh, that you'd see him running around the little krill. And after about three days, we we're like, all right, that's into that. And he dumped it into the fish tank and the fish ate him up. So that was oh. the end of the sea monkeys. That's anyway, there is no reason not to pick this book up. No reason no. at all. None. It's four issues. It's Invest the time. Find out what pulp tales are really about. Um, pulp tales. Woo. Anything else that uh, you want to add on to this, Matthew? Or well, what's what's going to be the going rate? Is this a three ninety nine or? Uh, what does it say on the cover? It's three ninety nine. I think it's a three ninety nine book. Three hundred ninety nine cents. Yeah, three hundred ninety nine cents. It is worth the three ninety nine. If you you know if you're like I'm not going to pay three ninety nine. You know you the number the number zero issue sold out. The number one issue I believe has sold sold out or close to being sold out. Um, so yeah. people will need to grab this. I think Dark Horse. 
if they go with another series after this four issue run, and they may be foolish to to not do that, um, I would offer that number one issue in the second uh, series at, at a dollar, yeah. and print triple the, triple the the amount that they think that they're going to sell, and they'll sell all of those. I definitely think that this is due for an ongoing. I mean this this has the makings of the basis of a universe. Your, you really need Hellboy to type universe. You really need to follow Francesco on Twitter if you if you don't. It's uh, f underscore uh, Francovia um, on Twitter. I think I've seen him talking to you. I can <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Find yeah. And then uh, you also need to go and follow his um, Sunday blog spot, um, Pulp Sunday uh, website, because he shows all the work that he's working on. And sometimes, and he works amazingly fast for as detailed as this is. He's like, oh, I just watched this episode of Doctor Who. Here's a, here's a, here's my take on what would make a great poster for this episode. Cool. And it's, it's really nice to watch, uh, to see that work done. So it's uh, Pulp Sunday is the uh, website that you want to go to, the site of Francesco Francovia. Good job, Francesco. I give you two thumbs up and a big recommendation to go buy this. I agree. I Not only is it a big recommendation, it's a recommendation, especially if you're sitting there and going, I'm a naysayer. I'm going to naysay. I really thought you were going to hate this. this. I really thought you were going to hate this. Oh, it's good. This is, this is good comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if you don't, if you don't necessarily think wonderful things about pulps or whatever you want to do or say, well, this is too Batman-y for me. This is good comics, and the breakdown of the panels and the art that's on the page, it could literally be a laundry list, and I would read it if Francovia was doing the art. So, <laughs> yeah, this is a heavy re- recommendation from both of us, and we don't necessarily agree all that no, often. No, not, not that often, but on this show, for whatever reason, I think there's only been one time where we have disagreed <laughs> on a book. Let's pick a book Maybe for next we week. we agree more than we thought. Oh, I know we do. Um, let's take, pick a book for next week. Coming out next week, Dark Horse Comics has the answer number one, um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer's Spike number five, uh, Massive number eight, Mind Management seven, number 13, number two, uh, Birds of Prey number 16 comes out from DC Comics. That would make 15. (laughs) Blue Beetle number 16, we could follow Black Beetle with Blue Beetle, and then the Green Hornet, (laughs) and then (laughs) Ant-Man, uh, then what of those? Orange (laughs) Avenger. We could do the Rainbow League. What would, of what would be what would come after Ant Man? What's another bug insect related uh, uh, hero? Ant Man. I mean Wasp. I mean she didn't have her own series. No, and she's she's just recently not dead anymore. Um, what about um, well, Yellow Jacket? Doesn't have a book. Either. Nope. Legion of Superheroes number sixteen. Nightwing number sixteen. A lot of sixteens coming out next week from DC Comics. IDW Publishing has uh, Borderlands Origins number one. I have no idea what Borderlands Origins is. I don't know what Borderlands is. Uh, Cobra ongoing number 21. Godzilla ongoing number nine. Uh, Judge Dredd <laughs> number three. Have you been, we didn't really talk about that on the uh, previous episode where we talked about mm-hmm. Judge Dredd, the cursed earth. Um, have, have you been reading the Judge Dredd stuff from IDW? Uh, Zach said he's been reading it. I haven't. You want to grab Judge Dredd number three and see what we I'd, think of that? I'd have to read the uh, the previous two. Uh, Chew 31 comes uh, out from Image. Um, I'm not saying no. I'm just saying I'd have to read the other two, which wouldn't be that big of a deal. Witchblade 163. Marvel Comics has Avengers number three. Deadpool number four. Fantastic, or I'm sorry. I, every time I see FF, I want to say Fantastic Four. FF number three. No Hawkeye, huh? Hmm. 
Is that a monthly? Oh, I thought oh that was God. I thought that was one of those that they were going to cram down our throats like Amazing Spider-Man and Avengers and X-Men. Hmm. Bionic I Woman number 7 Black Triple ship for a while there because of the holiday. Oh, okay. I don't know. Dan the Unharmable. I don't even know what that is. I don't even know who that's from. Hellraiser, that's from Boom. Homecoming number three. Dan the Unharmable is an Avatar book. Oh, then I'm going to avoid that. Lady Death number 25 ongoing. It's got a sultry cover variant <laughs> compared to the regular cover. <laughs> um, Lord I, of the Jungle. No. What's what's going on? Uh, tell What's going on with, uh, what's the, uh, Howard Chaykin, the, uh, Black Kiss 2? Man, I, I almost oh, ran the previous, six? uh, the, that new one comes out, uh, today, this week, and I was almost uh, ready to run the preview from Image, and I was like, whoa, 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 wait a minute, I can't show that. Black Kiss 2, Howard Chaykin in 1987 <laughs> did the story, it's basically the story of, spoilers, a vampire and her identical transsexual slave. Uh, who looks just like her. That's the part where she's identical. And um, having read Black Kiss, it's basically uh, sex and death. Well, there's a lot of sex Black, and nudity. Black Kiss 2 is a lot of uh, backstory. And it's been going through the decades of this immortal vampire's life and how she arrived in Hollywood in like the 1890s and what she's been doing, dying and, and resurrecting herself as a new character and the evil, horrible things. There's just demon penis beasts and horrible stuff in it. So it, it, every time I see it, I'm, I'm like, do I run these on the side? Do I not run them on my the side? Won't even put the covers up without, uh, well, yeah, the new sensor. one's just the one that just came out. Number six, the final issue in this is just a butt shot on the cover. Yep. And the I'm just like, in super lazy oh, lingerie. Okay. If you say so, but there's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of graphic sex, a yeah, lot there's... of graphic nudity. It's, yeah, uh, I am surprised. And it's not even all wholesome sex either. Some of it is weird. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I just uh, flipped through a page that and I, no, want you I don't to know, need to I'm see that. I'm from the internet, and I think this stuff is weird. I don't need to see some of that. Um, I necessarily think that I don't need to see I think it. I, I think I will go with you, Matthew, and say let us take a look at Judge Dredd number three. Judge Dredd. From IDW Publishing. That will be next week on Dueling Reviews. Uh, Again, remember two guys, one comic. Endless possibilities, and we'll talk with you soon. <laughs> you shouldn't say that on the internet. <laughs> maybe we'll like it, maybe we won't. Maybe we'll watch your responses to it <laughs> in a YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> Is that an ice cream cone? Oh, God! <laughs> what are they doing with that comic? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Matthew has devolved into Dalek again. Oh, well. Anyway. All right, listeners. Thank you so much for uh, downloading. Thanks for checking us out. We will. I promise. I've been talking about this, what now, for 12 weeks or whatever it has been? 11 years. 11 years that we will spin this off, and we will. I'm just waiting for the appropriate moment, and I think you all know what that moment is. Uh, We will have this as a standalone show. It's what? Issue 5,000. Yes, issue 5,000. I am a Dalek. Am I still? No, you're not a Dalek anymore. Okay. I figured eggs, out how to, eggs, eggs, I, ha- eggs. I figured out how to fix it when it pops up, but I don't I still don't know why it's popping up. You know, we went for like three or four weeks without a problem, and then suddenly yep. this week we try to record shows again and you're a Dalek. 
I'm blaming the stupid Microsoft and their Skype. Stupid, stupid Microsoft. It's not the it's not the internet because I was streaming an HD basketball game earlier. I know it's not that. <sighs> Listeners, if you want to help out the show, check o, check us out at uh, Majorspoilers.com. We've got a bunch of ads that you can click on. <laughs> uh, we've got that Amazon link that really, really helps us out because you buy something from Amazon that you want. Maybe you want to go buy a previous uh, collected Dark Horse Presents or a previous collected uh, Black Beetle stuff. Or maybe you want to go and buy, um, I don't know, maybe you want to go buy Judge Dredd the Cursed Earth uh, that we talked about uh, just the other day. You can do that over at Amazon.com. The Cursed Earth. You get the same product for the price that they're selling it for. We get a little credit that comes our way. Helps keeps us keep us doing everything that we do. Or you can make a one-time donation, a $2 or $5, $10 a month re- uh, donation. Every little bit helps. It's like, you know, three minutes ago I said, hey, we need to sign off. And three minutes later we're finally getting to our pitch we're of, still uh, talking. Yeah. I like talking to Matt. Welcome now. to Major Spoilers, everyone. We like to talk. Be glad Rodrigo isn't here or else he'd be going. Oh, no, poor Rodrigo. Still sick today. Poor guy. Oh, my word. I talked to, him on the, talked to him on the phone and he was just <laughs> not good. And I'm glad he's not here because it would also be not good. You can um, almost hear his sickness in his tweets. Yes. Yes, he yes, yes. He has that demented edge. He's like... Uh, what do you guys think I should do now that I'm sick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, That's listeners, I, we have gotten a lot of positive comments from people on this uh, on this particular podcast because we do go into depth on on a particular issue. We will continue yeah. it because we know that uh, you like it so much, and we like comics, and we know you do too. And now, finally, we will talk with you soon. <laughs> Major spoilers is is a right of 2013.